Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I hope you had a great weekend and happy Tuesday. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, hope you listen to my friendly debate between bioenergetic health researcher, Georgie Dinkoff, and neurosurgeon carnivore, Dr. Anthony Chafee. Uh, this one did not disappoint. And uh, we've had a ton of downloads, ton of views and comments regarding this debate. Um, long in the making, and really enjoyed this. Uh, it, I think it's great to have these discussions, um, you know, to talk about the carnivore diet. We also got into the importance of collagen, um, sugar, excess cortisol, uh, aspirin's role in lowering lipolysis. We talked about PUFAs and much, much more. So definitely worth a listen if you haven't already. It's on YouTube and it's on all listening devices, obviously iTunes, Spotify, um, and this was episode 272, titled Carnivore vs. Carbs Debate, uh, and Dr. Anthony Chafee and Georgie Dinkoff. So check it out if you haven't already. Now, on today's micro podcast, you know, I wanted to sort of give my sort of high level uh, overview of that interview, some things that I took from it, maybe just uh, some conclusions I, I, I came to. Uh, regarding it. There was a lot of comments, a lot of great comments regarding it. And I think people are enjoying it. Um, you know, one of the things that people bring up is the fact that Georgie doesn't quite look like Dr. Anthony Chafee. And I think that just to, um, you know, just to say that, you know, looks are one thing, right? I mean, and I mentioned this in the interview, having optimal health is more than just, you know, how someone necessarily looks. Again, that's one part of it, but having stable and great energy is another one. Restorative deep sleep, uh, clear skin, um, good libido. And I said this in the interview, um, optimizing your hormonal balance, having a peaceful mood and low stress, um, having lean muscle mass is important as well. And then least but not last but not least is a well-functioning gut. And so, you know, it's much more than just necessarily having a six pack. Um, you know, Georgie's come from a background of a low carb carnivore for years, I think circa like 2010, and it didn't work for him. And he sort of came across Ray Pete and the bioenergetic viewpoint. And the guy is brilliant and he's like a human encyclopedia. Um, and so he's had his own health challenges, but he's overcome them with this pro metabolic approach. You know, and Dr. Anthony Chafee has had a lot of great success in the carnivore diet. And so I think it's not about judging one or the other. I think it's just about self-experimentation and finding out what works for you. Um, I'm going to just hit on some of the high-level things that I think we can take from it. And one is the fact that we should prioritize protein, and in particular, meat. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be organ meats. I know Dr. Anthony Chafee doesn't really eat organ meats. I do from time to time. I think that if you think about it, just if you want to think ancestrally, you know, the, if you, um, uh, the animals organs are just a small part of obviously the entire, um, the entire animal. So 
you don't need to have them every day, every other day, every even every week, maybe once a month, you add in some organ meats just because of the nutrient dense um, nutrient density of those meats. Um, and you're getting things like vitamin A, you're getting um, you know your full spectrum of vitamin B, um, and so on and so forth, choline, um, uh, creatine, this and that. You can get this from muscle meats, but but you're also going to have a big of an advantage if you're having, I think, if you're going to have um, organ meats from time to time. And I know Dr. Ray Pete talks about um, liver as as one of those. So, but that was where you know both of them, and I would agree, um, came into agreement is you know prioritizing protein with um, uh, ruminant animals. Uh, you know, avoiding the chickens and the porks um, because of the high polyunsaturated fatty acids. So the high PUFAs that um, stay in storage for like um, chicken and pork, unless you're getting them from a really, you know, well-sourced um, farm, uh, I would probably avoid those as much as possible. So that was the one thing I took from it. Another one was cutting out gut stressors, things that could irritate your gut because, uh, you know, you want good gut motility and, you know, things like uncooked vegetables or undercooked vegetables, grains, beans, starches, you know, these are things that could wreak havoc on your um, microbiome, your your gut digestion and increasing what's called bacterial endotoxin. And we do not want endotoxin. We talked about that a little bit on the interview. So cutting out these gut stressors can go a long way. Um, like I mentioned before, removing seed oils, um, increasing the consumption of saturated fat. Um, and this could be in the form of just animals or cooking in tallow, ghee, or butter, um, as opposed to obviously cooking in seed oils like canola oil, sunflower oil, or, you know, all the seed oils. There's a bunch of them, probably about 12. Um, and, you know, with that being said, cooking for yourself is a big, a big uh, proponent of, I would say, both Dr. Anthony Chafee and Georgie Dinkoff is if you're going out to eat, you're going to be consuming a lot of these seed oils. So um, definitely cooking for yourself and using saturated fats to to cook in is really important. You know, and then obviously eliminating junk food um, is a big one as well because you know you're getting those high fat, high sh- you know those high fat, um, high carb high sugar, highly palatable foods that we just, you know, low nutrient density. We have no, no means into eating that, getting nothing out of those. Um, and so I think those are things that, you know, the three of us agreed upon, um, you know, obviously, uh, the biogenic viewpoint is all for adding in some healthy whole food carbs. And I think that that could be beneficial for most people. I would say, um, you know, these, these foods that are easy to digest carbs, like fruits and, um, like raw honey from time to time, um, uh, can go a long way in helping with individuals, especially if they're struggling with, you know, energy or thyroid health or hormonal health. Um, and so if you want to read more about, about that, there's plenty of, there's, there are studies done that have been shown that, um, if you are getting too much of a stress response, from you know eating low carb or keto or no carb for too long that this could um sort of take a toll on your thyroid health maybe not for everybody but um you know this is sort of the viewpoint of the bioenergetic uh way of doing things and um um there are some studies showing that keto 
could cause hypothyroidism. Hypothyroidism. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, um, and we all know that you know the thyroid is, you know, really important when it comes to you know vitally body, bodily functions such as respiration, heart rate, muscle strength, body temperature, menstrual strike, men, menstrual cycles in women, and um, and also the and also cholesterol as well. So. Uh, this is a big viewpoint of the Ray Pete uh, biogenic viewpoint, and I think it's something to look into, especially if you're having these issues and you've been low carb for a while. But I think there's nothing wrong with centering your your diet around meat, um, and um, and then maybe adding in some whole food carbs, um, um, just to you know help maybe potentially with thyroid health and energy, and making sure that you consume you know enough healthy calories. Because I think that if I was just doing meat by itself, I don't think I'd be consuming enough. Um, but there's plenty of people who thrive on it. So I think you got to do a little bit of self-experimentation. And so I would say that was just some of the big things, the big takeaways um, you know, that I got from um, both of them. Definitely check it out and you can sort of come to your own conclusion. Um, but first and foremost, I think it's important to focus on gut health. And I think everything else will come in order. And so if you are having issues um, and, you know, you haven't addressed them, you know, doing some type of elimination diet can come into play. And I think that's why people get a ton of value from doing some fasting, some doing some um, uh, carnivore is they're eliminating these foods that are causing inflammation and, um, and then creating some type of endotoxin load within the body. Um, so a damaged gut could cause a lot of things. It could cause leaky gut, um, elevated le- levels of an endotoxin. And so, you know, I would say that that would be first and foremost. So if you have to sort of eliminate first and then add back in, that's probably the way to go. Um, we want to break that vicious cycle, that inf- inflammatory cycle that could be, uh, you know, happening from eating hard to digest foods like raw veggies or improperly cooked, um, prepared grains and things like that. Um, you know, one of the things you could also think about doing to help heal the gut is use occasional binders. We didn't really talk about that, but activated charcoal is one of those things that could sort of bind and attach to sort of toxic metals or chemicals, um, and shuttle them out of your digestive tract. Um, so that's one aspect. And another one is reducing alcohol consumption, especially for someone who might have a compromised gut. Um, So keeping alcohol consumption to a minimum would be ideal from that standpoint. Um, And then prioritizing saturated fats is a big one and limiting those PUFAs um, will will help with um, endotoxin load as well. So yeah, that's where I would start. Those are some of the conclusions I, I came to from the interview. I'm glad you guys are all enjoying it. You could watch it on YouTube or you can listen to that any of the listening devices, iTunes or Spotify that we're on, that I'm on. So um, if there's anyone else that you want me to get on, maybe in a friendly debate, feel free to email brian at briangrin.com and I'll do my best to try to work out everyone's calendars and get everything in line and uh, and send out other friendly debates because I think it's worth having this conversation and then sort of taking that information and and doing a bit of self-experimentation and finding what works for you. So that's all I want to touch on today. I hope you have a great rest of the day and talk to you on Friday with another great interview. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. 
I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.